gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Adams Analysis. Here we analyze everything that Adams did in his lifetime. Today we'll be talking about the Alien Sedition Acts, the Kentucky and Virginia Resolutions, the XYZ Affair, and the Quasi War. Make sure to be tuned until the end to see some fun facts. Now before we get started, here's a brief background on John Adams. He was born in Massachusetts Bay Colony in 1735, a Harvard-educated lawyer. He early became identified with the patriotic cause, elected to the First and Second Continental Congresses. He led in the movement for independence. During the Revolutionary War, he served in France and Holland in diplomatic roles and helped negotiate the Treaty of Peace. From 1785 to 1788, he was minister to the Court of St. James, which to be elected to be Vice President under George Washington. domestic matters to Congress and to control foreign policy himself. As a result of his outlook, much of his domestic policy was intertwined with his foreign policy, which implemented the issues often sparked domestic reactions consumed by the president and the nation. The first thing we'll be talking about the Alien Sedition Acts. The Alien Sedition Acts were a series of four laws passed in the U.S. Congress in 1798 amid widespread fear that war with France was imminent. The four laws were controversial these days restricted the activities of foreign residents in the country and limited freedom of speech and of the press, violating the First Amendment. The first uh, law was the Naturalization Act. Congress increased residency requirements for U.S. citizenship to 14 years from five. Then, there was the Alien Enemies Act, which permitted the government to arrest and deport all male citizens of an enemy nation in the event of war. And then, the Alien Friends Act, which allowed the president to deport any non-citizens suspected of plotting against the government, even in peacetime. Most importantly, Congress passed the Sedition Act, which took direct aim at those who spoke out against Adams or the federal's dominant government. Numerous bitter de- debates between the two fledging political parties were being played out in rival newspapers and other publications. The new law outlawed any false scandals and motions firing against Congress and the president, and made it illegal to conspire to oppose any measure or measures of the government. The Kentucky and Virginia resolutions are the next thing we're going to be talking about. The Kentucky and Virginia resolutions, initially drafted by Thomas Jefferson and James Madison, respectively, were issued by the Kentucky and Virginia legislators in response to the Federal Alien, Alien and Sedition Acts of 1798. The Kentucky resolutions were introduced in the Kentucky House of Representatives by John Breckinridge and dropped in November of 1798. The Virginia resolutions were responsive to the Virginia House of Delegates by John Taylor and dropped in December of 1798. The Kentucky and Virginia resolutions were especially controversial because of Jefferson's claims that states could nullify federal action, which they believed to be unconstitutional, and Madison's claims that states could interpose to block such federal action. Because of this, the resolutions got no support from other 14 states. At the time of their passage, authorship of both documents was known to be only be a few associates. Secrecy was necessary because Jefferson himself, the nation's vice president, might be in position if he or Madison is close to the eye, openly announced that correctional acts were unconstitutional. On philosophical grounds, Jefferson employed the Alien Sedition Act of Simon Madison as palpably in the teeth of the Constitution. An enrochment on rights pertaining to the First Amendment and designed to suppress the Democratic Republican press. Jefferson and Madison were not alone in their outrage over the laws. The state of Kentucky was reported as unanimous in explaining the measures. In Virginia, the freeholders of Prince Edward County addressed disapproval of the odious, odious alien and sedition acts directly to President John Adams. In response to other uh, criticism from other states, Virginia Report of 1800, drafted by Madison, and the Kentucky Revolution of 1799, a second set of resolutions defending the first, were passed. Madison defended the Virginia Resolution's support against the transformation of the Republican system of the United States into a monarchy. The Kentucky Resolution of 79 are uncertain of authorship, but provide Jefferson's notification language asserting that several of the states who formed the Constitution have the unquestionable right to judge of the interactions that have the notification of all unrest and acts as a rightful remedy. Though the district the Kentucky and Virginia resolutions, measures to effectively political propaganda and help unite the Democratic Republican Party. 
nation and the, the, the Democratic Republican candidate Thomas Jefferson won the presidency, essentially defeating the crisis. The Section Act expired in March 1801. Interest in Kentucky resolutions was renewed as the sexual divide in the country grew in the 19th century. as it was known, during his presidency. Adams inherited this crisis with, with France from Washington. As John Adams assumed the presidency in 1797, he too remained adamant on keeping the United States neutral in European affairs, since he was keen convincing Washington to adopt the position in the first place. His firm stance caused a great deal of friction with his, uh, with his own brother's party, however, who increasingly favored war with France to stop the procuring. War was not universally popular, however, and Adams feared that acting rashly would allow Thomas Jefferson's uh, Democratic Republicans to sweep the next election. But he did start making real efforts to ensure the protection of America's commercial interests. Under Washington, both the Army and the Navy found the responsibility of the War Department, but Adams thought it was wise to give the Navy a degree of independence to pursue his own operation during peacetime by founding the Department of the Navy and the Marine Corps in 1798. He also convinced Congress to complete, complete the construction of six heavy frigates, uh, authorized four years prior, giving the Navy 25 warships that disposed of when Congress authorized it to target French privateers on July 7th, the beginning of the Classy War. The Quasi War was a was the response to the XYZ affair, which was in 1793. France went to war with Great Britain while America remained neutral. Later the following year, the United States and Britain signed the Jay Treaty, which resolved several long-standing issues between the two nations. The French were infuriated by the Jay Treaty, believing it violated earlier treaties between the United States and France. As a result, they went on to see a substantial number of American merchant ships. One, um, when President George Washington sent Charles Coates for Pickney as the U.S. Minister to France in 1796, the government there refused to receive him. After John Adams became president in March 1797, he dispatched a three-month delegation to Paris later that same year in order to restore peace between the two countries. Once diplomats, Pickney, along with John Marshall and Elders Gary, arrived overseas, they tried to meet with foreign, uh, France's foreign minister, Charles Deterrent. Instead, he put them off and eventually had three agents inform the U.S. commissioners that in order to see him, first they had to pay a hefty bribe and provide uh, France with a large loan, among other conditions. Pickney's supposed response was, no, no, not a sixpence. When word of the French demands, uh, French demands uh, reached the United States, it caused an uproar and prompted calls for war. After some members of the Congress asked to see the diplomatic reports regarding what happened with transpired in France, Adams handed over the names of the French uh, agents replaced with letters X, Y, and Z, thus the name XYZ Affair. Congress subsequently authorized various defense measures, including the creation of the Department of Navy and construction of four ships. Then in July 1798, it authorized American ships to out, uh, attack French vessels, launching an undeclared naval war that also became for as the Quasi War, as I talked about before. The hostilities were settled with the Convention of 1800, also known as the Treaty of Montefiore, which was ratified in 1801. Now here are some fun facts. The first one is, John Adams was actually the first president to live in the White House. And although when he first came, the White House wasn't in living condition, and he only lived in there for four months after he lost the 1800 election, he was still the first president to live in the White House. Another fun fact is that Adams died on the same day as Thomas Jefferson. Once fellow patriots and their bitter rivals revived a friendship after the White House days, perhaps fittingly, the two Declaration of Independence signatories both died 50 years to the day after the adoption of adaptation on July 4th, 1826. Now, isn't that sweet? That was it for today's
today's episode. Make sure to tune in for next week to hear more about John Johns and analyze more of his life.